Hey, welcome to a new episode of Last Call Baseball, number 125. I'm Dorian. Remember, everyone, Hipster Baseball Podcast is now Last Call Baseball. And I don't remember the last time I talked about the mighty, the historical Pittsburgh Pirates. Just a few months ago, they were a feel-good story. They were in first place for off and on for about two months from like the end of April until about the middle of June. They started out 20 and 9, 20 wins, 9 losses. And then they went Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde going, what, 8 and 18. And the Pirates were last seen in first place of the National League Central Division, I think around the second weekend of June. Now the Pirates are in fourth place in the National League Central, 11 games behind the first place Milwaukee Brewers. Pirates are eight and a half games out of the last playoff spot in the National League. It doesn't look good. I think their probability to make it to the playoffs is like 1% or something. I think I saw that on Baseball Reference. Even still, they actually split a four-game series at home with the best team, with the best record at least, in Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves. The Pirates played the Braves tough all every single one of those four games. And the run difference between both of those teams was just six runs. And since about that second weekend of June, if you're a Pirates fan, if you're an O'Neill Cruz fan, if you're an Andrew, Andrew McCutcheon fan, there hasn't been a lot to cheer about. You basically have had to wait from the second weekend of June until the latest and last team to come out with their City Connect uniforms. They, they came out with them on the June 27th at home against the San Diego Padres. And you know I love keeping my eye out on what guys wear on the field, their jewelry, these crazy uniforms. I'm, I'm, I've been hit and miss with this whole Nike City Connect stuff because they, they, they don't connect. Most of the times Nike misses because they don't connect the team with the city. But what about the Pirates? Pirates decided to go with all yellow and all black because it's basically inspired from when they were actually really good back in the 70s. They won two World Series back in the 1970s. They have... PGH across the series, across the series, across across the chest of the uniform. Basically, they're giving it. They're they're giving a nod to the "We Are Family." Pi- we are family pirates. Back uh, when they won in nineteen seventy, was it seventy three? Yeah, it was nineteen seventy nine. What am I talking about? Why did I doubt myself? You can't be going. You can't go up to bat and just doubting yourself. Am I going to swing? Am I not going to swing? Just go and mash the dang ball. 1979. We are family. World Series champion, Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Pirates executive vice president of marketing and fan engagement. What a title! Let me tell you that. I'm going to share his title again. The Pittsburgh Pirates executive vice president of marketing and fan engagement. Stephen Perkins said. Quote, we anchored this idea, this transition, this city is going through an evolution. The city is becoming a technology center, end quote. And also, apparently, a bunch of breweries are in Pittsburgh. I haven't made it out to Pittsburgh. Everyone that I talk to, everyone that I hear talk about baseball stadiums say the Pittsburgh Pirates have the best baseball stadium in all the country. In the country as well, because they play in the U.S. and as well in Canada with the Toronto Blue Jays. This yellow... Black and black and black and gold, black and gold, right? What was that song? Black and yellow, black and gold. You know, all the professional sports team in Pittsburgh wear black and gold. 
this particular City Connect uniform hat tributes, it gives a tribute to the Roberto Clemente Bridge, the Three Rivers, Allegheny, Ohio, and Monogahala <laughs> Rivers. Besides looking forward to this very interesting uniform, I am agnostic about this uniform. I'm not for it. I'm not against it. It's, it's gold. It's black and yellow, gold and yellow, whatever the heck you want to call it. They wear it at home. They're in fourth place. They're not going to the playoffs. What are the Pirates looking for? If you're a Pirates fan, what are you looking forward to? You know who hasn't worn the uniform yet? O'Neal Cruz, their super exciting shortstop, because he's been out with a broken left ankle since April. And besides seeing your team coming out with these cool new uniforms, what, a couple of times a week, excuse me, a couple of times in a month, they're not winning. O'Neal Cruz, out. And overall, this Pirates team isn't really that good because they're, they only have, the Pirates have one, two, three players with an OPS plus over 100. Again, OPS plus 100 is an average player. They only have three. Cruz is out. He potentially could come back this year. If you were the Pirates front office, if you were the manager, would you bring Cruz back this year? I'm thinking about it. I would say yes, only for the fact to get him more reps because he's such a young player. And on the on the flip side of that, if he's healthy enough, he should play. And on the flip side of that is the business part. People are going to want to come out to see O'Neill Cruz, which means higher concession stand fees. You can sell more $27 craft beers in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you can sell more O'Neill Cruz jerseys. And O'Neill Cruz can potentially be the cover boy of MLB The Show 2029, whatever, whatever the next year's one is, 2024, 2025, who knows. If you're a Pirates fan, are you going to go out and buy the City Connect jersey, the, the hat, We Are Pittsburgh, what have you? I just like, I like how bold it is. But the Pirates need to obviously play better, but they're not going to. They don't have that many good players, and it's not their fault. You know I love talking about business on this podcast. I always blame, not the front office, very rarely. I always blame the ownership group. The rot starts from the top. And the Pirates, with their, with their PGH letters across their chest, they are the last team this year to unveil their City Connect jerseys. There's only 10 teams left. So over the next two years, in 2024 and 2025, 10 more teams are going to come out with them. But that actually just may be nine teams. Because you know who doesn't want a City Connect jersey for their team? For his team, let me say. Harold Steinbrenner, who is the acting owner from the Steinbrenner family of the New York Yankees. He has said publicly on, I believe it was some interview with some media outlet in New York. I'm paraphrasing that. We haven't had constructive talks with Nike. We haven't talked about it. It's not in our plans. Very interesting. I didn't know that you that any team had the option to opt out of Major League Baseball City Connect jersey thing with the with Nike and with Major League Baseball. Rob Manfred being a homer because he he himself has said he only watches. I don't want to say only, but the majority of the baseball games that Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, watches are Mets and Yankees games because he lives in New York and he frankly doesn't give a crap about any other team. I wouldn't doubt that Rob Manfred would allow the Yankees to slide and be like, oh yeah, you can continue to wear your 
gray roads and your white and blue pinstripes at home. But I'm sure the marketing department and the chief, if this position even exists in Major League Baseball, the chief revenue officer would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Steinbrenner, Harold, Harry, my boy, you have no choice. You are going to get a City Connect jersey because the sales from a Yankee City Connect uniform blow through the roof. Whether it's ugly, whether it's nice, it's New York. You've traveled. You've, if where you've Whether you've gone to Canada, you've gone to Arizona, you go to Puerto Rico, you go to Singapore. Men and women are walking around with that interlocking NY hat. The navy blue classic with the interlocking NY. Almost anything associated with New York is popular, is seen as cool. I think Rob Manfred would give the Yankees a pass, but I think he would get way too much heat from the pe- from the bean counters at MLB to be like, Harry, my boy, you're going to have a New York Yankees City Connect jersey. It doesn't have to be in 2024, but you damn well believe it's going to be in 2025. That's my perspective. What bugs me about this is that Harold Steinbrenner is acting as if they're asking him to redesign the Roman Catholic, the cassock of a Roman Catholic cardinal. You know, the cassock is that red thing that these cardinals in the Roman Catholic Church wear. Steinbrenner, get over your own self-importance. Baseball is a sport. It's grown men in matching outfits chasing after a ball. It's an entertainment league. It's not some sacrosanct nonsense, nonsense that the uniforms cannot possibly be touched. To close out with the Pirates talk, if O'Neill Cruz comes back and he's in a city that I'm in, I'm going to go watch them because I love young, exciting baseball players. And if the Pirates are in a city that I'm in and O'Neill Cruz isn't playing, I will not go spend money to go watch an O'Neill Cruz-less Pittsburgh Pirates. And speaking of Mr. Seinbrenner, you always consider when someone says Mr. Steinbrenner, it's always the old man, the man that went to that great baseball diamond in the sky, George. All right, so Harold Steinbrenner, Harry, what's wrong with the last place Yankees? As I said a few moments ago, I always blame the top. In this case, I also blame the front office of the Yankees, namely Brian Cashman. The game has changed. You watch baseball on a daily, weekly basis, what have you. Look at the way that the Cincinnati Reds are playing. Look at the way that the Arizona Diamondbacks are playing. Look at the way the Tampa Bay Rays are playing. The common thing is that these are successful teams at or near the top of the standings in each of their respective divisions, and they run like the wind when they get on base, swiping bags. They, I think the Reds, Diamondbacks, and Rays are like the top four or five teams with the most stolen bases. On the other side... You have the New York Yankees playing as if it was still 2019 when Aaron Boone called them the Yankees Savages or whatever the heck, something to do with Savages, as if it was four years ago. Four years ago in sports is a long time. Now, let's put aside the fact that the Yankees, yes, they've had a lot of injuries to deal with, but you know what? Every team in every sport has to deal with injuries every single year. These current 2023 New York Yankees, the lineup, Only two Yankees have stolen bases in double digits. I'm talking about 10, 10, two. Only two Yankees have stolen at least 10 bases. There's the struggling, the rookie, he's a young guy, but he's struggling. The shortstop, Anthony Volpe, he leads a team with 20 stolen bases. And 
Center fielder Harrison Bader, who has 13. Now, the way the Yankees, frankly, the way Brian Cashman has constructed the Yankees are signing huge dudes who aren't nimble on the base paths and, frankly, are injury-prone. Aaron Judge, stand up. Actually, don't. Sit down. Don't get injured. Aaron Judge has three stolen bases this year, and he's been caught once. Fine. He, you know what Aaron Judge is signed to do, and it's not to be stealing 30 bases this season. Giancarlo Stanton, stand up as another huge dude who is in nimble. DJ LeMahieu, I promise not to use curse words. Josh Donaldson. And lastly, Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo has been caught stealing three times. He's had zero successful attempts. And to be fair, can you really blame the Yankees when you have a team constructed like this of men like Stanton, Judge, LeMahieu? Would you really be attempting a double steal when Judge or Stanton are at bat? Absolutely not. Because those guys can go off and instead of having a three-run homer, it can be a solo homer, which is a huge waste. So if someone like LeMahieu Stanton is on at bat, no, you're not going to really steal. But at the same time, Whatever it is the Yankees are trying to do and, and the way Brian Cashman has, construct, has constructed this roster, the Yankees have only scored 501 runs, which is 21st in the league. That is not the signs of a good playoff team. This is why the Yankees are last place in admittedly the toughest division in baseball, the American League East. And I think they're just a game behind the Boston Red Sox. But you can't expect some a team to ranked 21st and run scored, and to be a playoff team. Contrast that to across the city, out in Queens, the New York Mets, who have had an even worse season than the New York Yankees, they've had a 90, their success rate on stealing bases is over 90%. So you talk about being injury prone, all these huge dudes, and forget it, obviously, Carlos Rondon and Jonathan Lociega, and all the injuries that the Yankees have have had to deal with, with pitching and their lineup. They don't score runs. They don't steal bases. They're 21st in runs scored. They're 22nd in stolen bases with 70. To put that into perspective, the Yankees are actually closer to the last place Colorado Rockies, who as a team have only stolen 43 bases. They're closer to the Rockies than they are the first place Cincinnati Reds. The Reds have almost doubled the amount of stolen bases that the Yankees have. The Reds have 130 team stolen bases, the Yankees only 70. And lastly, here you have the manager of the Yankees mocking the umpire in the series uh, just last week against the Chicago White Sox. When I saw that outburst, I'm like, dude, are you 13 years old? I know you are, but what am I? Shout out to Pee Wee Herman. But that's not how you conduct yourself as the manager of one of the marquee franchises in the history of baseball. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Can you imagine Brian Snicker, the manager of the Braves, acting this way with his mocking and pantomime issues with an, with, with an umpire? Can you imagine Alex Cora of the Boston Red Sox? Can you imagine manager Dave Robertson of the LA Dodgers doing this clownish activity that Aaron Boone did in Chicago a week ago? I don't see how Aaron Boone survives this season. At the end of the year, he's probably going to get fired. Frankly, Brian Cashman has been with the team now for 26 years. I think it's time for a change. The construction of this team is not fully maximizing the new rules of baseball. 
this year and going forward. The the, the rules aren't going to change in 2024. We In 2024, we aren't going to be like, oh, let's do a reset and play baseball as we did back in 2019. The Yankees now are four games out of the last playoff spot. As you know, they're in last place in the American League East Divisions. They're 12 games behind the Baby Birds, the Baltimore Orioles, and are things going to improve in 2024? All those guys I just talked about, LeMayu, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, are all under contract for next season. I'll get back to Donaldson in a second. Unless Steinbrenner goes full daddy and goes full George Steinbrenner and says, screw it, we're going to spend like the number one revenue generating team in the league and go fix our issues because the farm system isn't coming up fast enough. We need to fix the issues that we don't score runs. We aren't nimble at on the plates, on the plates, on the on the base paths. I don't see how the Yankees improve so much in 2024 that they actually win the American League East division. If the Yankees luck in the health department and injuries is better next year, the Yankees are a playoff team. But contenders for the World Series, contenders, forget about the World Series, contenders for the American League pennant, I don't see it right now. Yeah, you have Carlos Rondon who might come back this year. He should definitely come back next year. Next year, Garrett Cole is going to continue to pitch at his crazy Cy Young level. He's going to be a Cy Young candidate for many years to come. And again, Josh Donaldson, that bad word, those bad words. He has a mutual option for 2024. And if the Yankees decline it, they're going to have to pay him $6 million to go away. So what are the Yankees going to do? What would you do if you were Brian Cashman? What would you do if you were one of the Steinbrenner brothers and sisters or whatever? Not brothers, but the owner of the Yankees. Who are you going to just get rid of Stanton's contract onto? Because if you trade Stanton, you're going to have to be paying so much of his contract. Because everyone in baseball knows nobody is blind. Everyone knows this guy's injured all the freaking time. Same thing with Aaron Judge. Last year, it's, it seems more and more like last year really was an outlier for Aaron Judge because, let's be honest, he's been healthy two in two years of his professional career. I think it was in 2016, I think, and also last year. This year, he had the issue with the toe. Then he ran into the outfield with the LA Dodge, at, the, at Dodger Stadium. Josh Donaldson is well, 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 well past his prime. And I don't see Rizzo and LeMahieu and anybody else coming back. I love Harrison Bader. I think they need more players like Harrison Bader. But this is why we play the game. The New York Yankees. Playoffs this year? Question mark. Shoulder shrug. I don't know. New York Yankees. City Connect uniform in 2024? Absolutely not. (laughs) Maybe in 2025. Maybe if this podcast isn't even around in 2025, I'll certainly talk about them. Speaking of the Yankees, and also I want to share with you what I've been drinking as I was preparing this podcast and also recording it, it's been a beer called Uncle Tito, which is a Mexican lager from a good American local brewery called Rip Van Winkle in Catskill, New York. Catskill, New York is actually up in the beautiful Hudson Valley. And if you haven't had a chance to make it up to the Hudson Valley, it's basically a a series of small towns on the east and the west side of the Hudson River. It's absolutely gorgeous. They have wineries up there. They have art. They have minor league baseball, which you should definitely check out. The Hudson Valley Renegades, because if you're a Yankees fan or just a fan of baseball in general, the Hudson Valley Renegades are the high high affiliate of the New York Yankees. So cheers to Rip Bang Winkle. Cheers to the Pirates, the Yankees, and just watching baseball. And thank you. Thanks for listening to Last Call Baseball. Be great and get home safe.